The rabbit vibrator is one of the most sought-after female sex toys. Uh, it's also a complicated creature with an overwhelming array of features, certainly enough to confuse a newbie. With that being said, this is the perfect first topic for Mail of the Green's How to Use Sex Toys Sex Podcast. So welcome, and thank you very much for joining me. So today uh, we'll talk first about what exactly is a rabbit vibrator. A uh, rabbit vibrator is, just as the namesake, it's a little bunny with two split ears. The purpose of the ears is they go around the clitoris and sort of hug it from all sides. How does a rabbit vibrator work? Well, if you think about hugging the clitoris, you have vibration from all angles. So it's very powerfully stimulating. Um, it's one of the types of sex toys that you can get a very strong orgasm from very quickly. Uh, and it's something I think every lady should have. Uh, there's different types of rabbit sex toys. Um, first and foremost, you'll have the beaded and pearl. That's the most common. Those are the ones that you see where there's a stack of beads in the middle of the shaft that spin. And often the head will gyrate in a circular motion as well. Um, if you want to see what that looks like, uh, click on the link that you see in the show notes on the tutorial about how to use a rabbit vibrator and you'll see the vibrator video demo. You can see the beads spinning and you can see the head twirling uh, to get an idea of what it looks like in real life. The purpose of the beads, you'll see them about halfway down the shaft and what that does is it uh, vibrates right in the interior of the vagina, right where it's most sensitive, right where the muscles clench during an orgasm. This is the perfect placement for a beaded vibrator. It feels really good. Uh, the gyrating head what that does, it's a little bit of a deeper massage. It sort of rotates in a circular motion. That's very erotic as well, especially during orgasm. You'll find your muscles clench around that. Some of the more powerful rabbit vibrators, this motion doesn't stop, even when you're clenching. And uh, it's it's got a quite a, quite a ble pleasurable thing going on there. Now on the external part, you've got the rabbit uh, vibrator part that vibrates over the clitoris. The other type of rabbit vibrator that you'll see is a thrusting rabbit vibrator. They can also have beaded pearls as well, but the feature of the thrusting vibrator is you'll see near the tip, uh, it looks like an accordion. This extends and retracts inside the body, and the thrusting motion is another sensation that many women really enjoy. It just adds more movement inside the vagina, also able to produce a very powerful orgasm. There's two types of rabbit vibrators. There's the internal type. It inserts into the vagina where the rabbit stimulator stays on the outside. We call this blended orgasms because you have a combination of internal stimulation and external stimulation at the same time. Some types of vibrators you'll see have a curved tip for G-spot stimulation. And this really makes a big difference to your pleasure and it's something I would totally recommend. The other type of rabbit vibrator is the external vibrator. It's also known as a click cuddler. You'll also see these in the little bullet vibrator form. It's basically the exact same thing as the internal vibrator, just minus the dildo shaft and the portion that inserts into the vagina. The little external rabbit vibrators are very popular for couples to use together, especially during foreplay. Uh, the one partner will hold the little bunny ears over the clitoris of the other partner. Um, it's a really fun way to get yourself in the mood for sex. It helps to boost the libido. 
Some of these little vibrators are very powerful, so you can press the bunny body against the labia, let the ears sit on top of the clitoris, and just press it in really hard. Um, the vibration flows right through the groin. It's a very stimulating sensation and uh, something that I would really recommend for couples, especially if you're trying to think about sex toys for the first time. This is a very easy one. It's very discreet. The rabbit character looks cute. Um, it's not imposing at all, so it's a really good choice for couples for the first time. If you're curious about these, make sure to click the link in the show notes taking you to the Rabbit Vibrated product page at theadulttoyshop.com. You can see all these different types and you can also watch video demos of each one so you can see exactly what they look like when they're powered up. So let's get to the actual instructions on how to use a rabbit vibrator. Uh, so there's a few different ways. You can insert it just a little bit and leave the tips of the ears touching the clitoris. Not very hard. It's a very light, teasing, tickling motion. Um, it's not super intense, so that's something that I would recommend you start with because it's a really good way to get the libido revved up. Um, you'll start to feel really relaxed. And the tingling sensation is very delicate, almost like a subtle lover's kiss, if you will. Next, you can insert it a little bit further, and what you would do is rest the clitoris on the bunny nose and so what'll happen is the ears will actually sit over top of the hood uh, you'll get stimulation from directly over top of the clitoris as well as over the top and around the back a little bit it's a little more of a full-on type of stimulation and finally if you insert the vibrator shaft as far as it will go you can pick up the little rabbit stimulator and sort of lay it over your labia. You'll find that the nose will press directly on the clitoris and if you power that up all the way the vibrating motor that is always located in the body of the bunny is going to give incredible pleasure throughout your entire labia, the clitoris, the vaginal opening. It's a very powerful way to have a good orgasm and a way that you should uh, finish enjoying your toy. All right, so step-by-step -step instructions. Number one, we have to spread lubricant on the insertable shaft. You wanna make sure you get it really good on the tip and about halfway down the shaft. Then you'll want to spread the labia and put a little bit of lubricant around the vaginal opening. It just helps to reduce friction as you insert it. This is especially useful if you have a large rabbit vibrator a lot of the heads are quite firm and blunt, so inserting it without lube or lack of lube, it really doesn't feel very comfortable, so you want to make sure that the tip is very well lubricated before you go ahead and insert it. So you'll slowly insert it, and then I start out by gently moving it in and out, just as you would with any ordinary dildo. Um, what this is doing is it's spreading the lubricant over the surface, and it's preventing pulled pubic hairs. Um, it just makes it a lot more comfortable. Once you feel it's fully lubricated, then I would start with step one, which is just touching the ears, just the tips to the clitoris. Now you can power up both motors if you have a dual motor one. Um, keep it low. You don't have to go full on right away. It's kind of nice to just lay there and let your body feel more aroused as you start gently. And then once you start to feel more aroused, now you can turn up the motors a little bit more and then insert it a little bit further to get the clitoris laying on the bunny's nose. 
uh, lay here and enjoy that for a little while. And then when it's time to move on to the next level of arousal, power up those motors all the way, insert it as far as it will go. At this point, you're probably going to have to lift up the little bunny with your fingers and place it properly so that the nose actually goes over top and around the other side of the clitoris. Um, this is usually a necessary step just to make sure that it lays properly on the curve of the labia and just follows the contours of the body much better. So one of the secrets that you can do, if you enjoy the clitoral stimulation more than the vaginal stimulation, you can turn down the motor on the internal portion and turn up the motor on the clitoral portion. What this is going to do is for force all the power into the clitoral stimulator, making it really strong. Uh, keep in mind when you have both motors running, the power will be divided between the two. So if one of the motors is off and the other one is on, you'll get a little bit of an extra boost on the one that you do leave on. So now we're going to talk a little bit about battery versus rechargeable. So battery powered vibrators are slowly becoming a thing of the past. Rechargeable is really the new trend that we see a lot of. Um, is one particularly better than the other? Uh, they each have advantages and disadvantages. So first let's talk about the old battery powered rabbit vibrator. It's easy to tell when you're shopping online how powerful it will be based off of how many batteries it uses. So one that uses only two double A's will have about half the power as one that uses four double A's. So it's really easy to determine the strength you'll get based off of how many batteries it uses. Um, so when it comes to rechargeable or USB rabbit vibrators, you really can't tell. And it's not necessarily true that the rechargeable ones are more powerful than the battery ones. I've seen some that aren't. In general, they are, but it's not something that you should shop thinking that a rechargeable will always be more powerful than a battery. It just doesn't necessarily work that way. One of the advantages of a battery powered vibrator is you'll know when it's losing battery power, it slowly diminishes over time. Uh, the biggest disadvantage I find with rechargeable vibrators is when that battery is over, it just dies instantly. There's no indication that the battery is running low, you'll be enjoying yourself, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just stops working. So I find that a little bit annoying. Um, it's something I don't particularly like about rechargeable vibrators. Um, maybe one day in the future, there'll be some sort of light that blinks or something to let you know that the battery's getting low. As of today, that's not a thing, but hopefully it will be very soon. The other thing that we'll talk about next is how to properly clean your vibrator and store it. So you can always use a really good antibacterial sex toy cleaner or a mild hand soap. Both work very well. I prefer the sex toy cleaner on the more gentle materials. Um, it's not as harsh as the soap, but it still has the same antibacterial qualities that are important when you're cleaning your sex toys. So first of all, make sure to rinse it under tap water, add the soap or the spray, lather it really well. Make sure you get into all the little nooks and crannies if your vibrator is a thrusting vibrator. Extend it all the way, make sure to get the soap in between the little accordion spaces. And with the rabbit vibrator, put your finger in between the ears, you know, mesh the soap around really good in there. Make sure that it's, uh, you reach every space possible. Then uh, rinse it really well with tap water and then dry it with a lint-free cloth before storing. 
So if you, you can use any cloth, but I find that the lint-free cloth is a lot better because you don't have little pieces of lint and dust that will stick to your vibrator, which is quite a common thing I see. Also make sure to air dry it before storing it. It's possible for the toy to get moldy if you put it away wet, especially if you live in a humid environment. Now for storing it, I always recommend the package it came in. There is no better storage device than that clamshell package or box that it originally arrived in. Um, it's best to keep your toy separate and keeping it in its original packaging is the best way to prevent it from touching another toy. If the two toys touch, it's always possible for them to sort of melt together over time. It's not going to wreck it. It just doesn't look good. You might have like a weird blob or an indent or something. And it's just something that we like to avoid. So keep it in the box that it came in and stash it away for your next time. So I guess that sums up my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed the first run. I'm going to be doing these every week, uh, every week to two weeks, actually. Um, got a lot of content to cover. If you take a look at my blog, I've got over 120 articles talking about how to use all types of sex toys, sex tips, advice, a whole bunch of great stuff. So check that out. Um, as the weeks go on, I will summarize a lot of these articles and tell you great tips and advice on ways to improve your pleasure. So again, thank you very much for joining me and we'll catch you on the next one.